Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Monday, July 26th, 2021. Topics on today's episode include disaster declarations from FEMA and thoughts on what economic data has been telling the bond market lately. I'd like to thank this week's podcast sponsor, Origins. Origins provides integrated origination technology solutions that transform the lending experience. Their end-to-end digital mortgage platform covers the entire lending life cycle, from application to closing, giving lenders the ability to replace their traditional mortgage stack with a single modern platform. Or use the modular capabilities of the platform to integrate Origins anywhere in your tech stack, wherever you need to make the biggest impact on your lending. With origination, processing, underwriting, closing, funding, and delivery under one innovative platform, lenders can achieve big results in less time and at a lower cost with Origins. The headline this morning is seven people dying in a car crash caused by a Utah sandstorm. The damage caused by storms, including hurricanes in the east and fires in the west, often makes FEMA's disaster list. The 2021 hurricane season began on June 1st, and the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration is predicting a range of 13 to 20 named storms, a 60% chance of above normal activity. Six to 10 of the storms could become hurricanes, including three to five major hurricanes, categories three, four, or five. Several factors contributed to the above normal hurricane season predictions. Predict warmer than average temperatures in the tropical Atlantic and Caribbean Sea, weaker tropical Atlantic trade winds, and an enhanced West African monsoon. We actually had Tropical Storm Anna grace the Atlantic on May 22nd, weeks before the official start of the 2021 hurricane season. Tropical Storm Bill formed on June 14th, Tropical Storm Claudette on June 19th, Tropical Storm Danny on June 28th, and Hurricane Elsa on July 1st. In 2020, there were 30 named storms, of which 14 became hurricanes, including seven major hurricanes which carry winds of 111 miles an hour and higher. The season was so active, the alphabetical list of names ran out, and some had to be borrowed from the Greek alphabet. This year, however, the Greek alphabet will no longer be used, partly due to difficulty translating in different languages. Instead, any extra storms will be named through a supplemental names list from the World Meteorological Organization. California and the West is suffering through another series of fires. Those, along with floods, tornadoes, and severe storms, typically become disaster declarations by FEMA and those in turn drive lender and servicer policies. Last week was quiet, rate-wise, though maybe that is a good thing as recent economic data has generally been positive. New and existing home sales improved at the end of the second quarter, and leading economic indicators are showing positive momentum heading into Q3. U.S. housing starts increased 6.3% in June to a 1.643 million unit annual rate. Existing home sales increased 1.4% in June to a 5.860 million unit annual rate, with supply increasing marginally to 2.6 months worth. The national average price for an existing home hit a record at 363000 in June, which is up 23.4% over the previous 12 months. On the less rosy side of things, that 1.6 million housing starts figure is below March's recent high rate of 1.7 million units. Permits for single-family homes fell to their lowest rate of the year in June at 1.6 million annual units, and purchase mortgage applications fell 6.4% for the week ending July 16th and are down 17.1% from one year ago. This week's economic calendar gets underway later this morning with June new home sales, 
which are expected at 800,000 versus 769,000 in May, and Dallas Fed Texas manufacturing for July. The rest of the week contains plenty of market moving potential, including the latest FOMC events tomorrow and Wednesday, the first look at Q2 GDP on Thursday, and PCE on Friday. The New York Fed desk will purchase $4.8 billion per day of MBS on average today to Wednesday before releasing a new purchase schedule covering the July 29th to August 12th period that is expected to average $4.9 billion per day. Today's schedule sees the desk purchasing up to $4.5 billion of conventionals across 30-year 2% and 2.5% and 15-year 1.5% and 2%. We begin the week with agency MBS prices better by a quarter and the 10-year yielding one24 after closing last week at 1.29%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. How about some plays on words? Dad, are we pyromaniacs? Yes, we are, son. What do you call a pig with laryngitis? Disgruntled. Writing my name in cursive is my signature move. Why do bees stay in their hives during winter? Swarm. (laughs) Thanks again to Origins for sponsoring today's podcast. With the Origins Mortgage Platform, you can offer your borrowers and loan officers a truly modern mortgage lending experience. Discover the mortgage platform designed to evolve and scale with a rapidly changing lender landscape. Visit origins.com today. That's O-R-I-G-E-N-C-E dot com. Thanks again to Origins. With the Origins Mortgage Platform, you can offer your borrowers and loan officers a truly modern mortgage lending experience. Discover the mortgage platform designed to evolve and scale with a rapidly changing lending landscape. Visit Origins.com today. That's O-R-I-G-E-N-C-E dot com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.